police in the morning. The dirty dolls of Devil's Island. You can meet them for a price, but watch your fingers. These untamed women are poised to strike. I'm Corey. And I'm Paul. And we are the B Movie Bros. Here you B Movies to the best of our ability. Sometimes we get off topic, but randomness is a gift. Here we are in week two of Women in Prison Month because, you know, it's February. What says love better than women in prison? Sure, why not? So, we're taking a look at the 1971 film Women in Cages. You just heard the Amazon description of the movie. Let's dive right into the shit with our technical difficulties, top and bottom three. How about we start with the top here? All right. So, you know, spoilers abound, friends. But, you know, as this is the top number three, women in this movie largely lose their tops throughout the film. I mean, it does have a large amount of nudity, which is characteristic of a women in prison movie, so... It's living up to that standard of the film genre. They are essentially sexploitation films, so not having that would be um, going against like, the very essence of that genre. How sad is it that you're a subgenre of a subgenre? I mean, it's a sexploitation film, but it's a women in prison film, which is its own category within sexploitation. So that's Saturday achievement, I can't tell. Number two, the pacing of this movie is actually done really well. Nothing drags on. There's action and torture intermingled through the film at really good intervals. I mean, I was never bored or never like, can this scene just end? Number one, the characters in this movie plan their escape well and, for the most part, don't make stupid mistakes. I mean, they follow their plan. They cover their tracks. They're like, again... Smart. And I'm just, I'm not used to smart characters in movies. Definitely a nice change of pace. Oh, wait, was that number three? Yeah, that, yeah, that, oh, that number was number one. one. That was oh, number, yeah. That was my top. Wow. They, the characters are, have, actually have some brains in this movie. All right. So number three, like Corey said, there's a lot of nudity in this movie. In fact, like just about every other scene, if not every scene there was. And, you know, that's... Basically the bare minimum of what you'd expect from a women's prison movie. Number two, there's lots of action and violence throughout the film, and a lot of variety to that action and violence, which is pretty cool. Uh, some of it more disturbing and more entertaining than others, but, you know, at least there was um, stuff going on, so, yeah. And number one, the characters, like Corey said, were actually pretty smart when it came to escaping the prison. They planned things ahead, they came up with... Um, different ideas they would adapt to like their situations and they didn't make any obviously stupid mistakes that like you'd expect except characters like this to make well on to the bottom three for me number three so this movie is called women in cages but yet the women are kept in cells and there's a concrete hole but no cages anywhere in sight I mean, the box art, the poster for the movie, is literally women suspended in a bamboo cage. Like, it's nitpicking on the name. I know a cage is a metaphor for a cell and a prison, but when you have a literal cage in the art for the film, you would think someone would be in a cage in one point of the film, at least. Number two. So, although the characters are smart, None of them seem to be very, very complicated or fleshed out in any way. 
they only really have like basic backgrounds such as I killed my husband or I'm a junkie. And number one... More than I'd expect, at least. <laughs> at least they had names. Unlike last week's movie, where it was just like, I am better than you. No, I am. Why are you here? Because I Because am. prison. <laughs> I'm better than you. Why? Because I have a gun. Number one. Towards the end of this movie, a lot of the scenes had terrible dubbing, with the actions and the words being heard seconds after they should have been. I don't know if it was an audio sync issue that's in the movie, if it was, you know, when we were streaming it, if something went wrong, but it just really, really was getting on my nerves because the last 10 minutes of the movie, it was mouths would move and then words would happen and then guns would be shot and people would be punching each other and then, like, they'd be running up a staircase, and you'd hear gunshots, and hear, like, flesh pounding flesh. And I'm like, that was, like, that was, like, two scenes flesh ago. Flesh pounding flesh. <laughs> yes, Paul. <laughs> flesh pounding flesh. I mean, it makes sense for the scenario. <laughs> Alright, so, number three. Like Corey said, the sound quality in this movie is pretty bad overall. The dubbing was alright until the end, where it's just completely awful. It's completely off, and it's so noticeable. And Paul just couldn't hear that flesh-pounding flesh right. <laughs> right when it was supposed to. I mean, it's a women's prison movie. What do you, you gotta get the bare essentials. Not bare essentials. Make, her, make a pun every time. That's, that's not how it goes, but you get what I mean. Number two. So one plot point in this movie was that the character Stokes is trying to kill the character Jeffries in order to get out of the prison. However, she fails multiple times because of strange coincidences like a rat eats the poison sandwich. sandwich. I don't know how she got poison in it in the first place. Um, she tries to roll a barrel on her like fucking Donkey Kong in like the first uh, Donkey Kong game and fails at that. She tries throwing acid at her, which... I don't know where the fuck she got acid, but she just, like, splashed her soul. There were more murder attempts than I remember in this movie. Yeah, oh, and then she pushed her in front... Well, before that, she pushed her in front of another woman who tried stabbing another one, and it, it just ripped her clothes because it's a women's prison movie. And like, she tried throwing a poisonous snake on her in her That, sleep. too. I, almost I, for, I forgot snake. about the acid in the Donkey Kong. Like, <laughs> And she failed every time. Then after that, she was... Oh, fuck it. I'll just, like, help you try to escape, and, you know... I mean, I guess she kind of learned that, like, she was just bad at murdering people, so... I don't know. And number one, this movie just kind of ends with no real conclusion. Nothing gets resolved, and you literally just see the words, The End, flash on screen. It, it should have been at least ten minutes longer to, like, resolve something. Instead of just getting, like, The End... Which is funny because this movie was an hour, 21 minutes, and most most movies that we see are somewhere around the 90 minute mark, and we complain about them being too long, and this movie, we're like, it should have reached the 90 minute mark, like, wrap things up, people. Yeah, this movie legitimately should have been longer than it was, which is weird saying, considering it's a cheap exploitation movie. So, we didn't really mention the dialogue of this movie, which wasn't the greatest, but still had its moments, so let's have ourselves a good old-fashioned quote war! Quote war. 
We'll quote this movie back and forth. You tell us who had the better quotes. I'll let Paul start us off with... Gonna confess your sins today? I killed a rotten son of a bitch. My husband. God's punishment could be worse than mine. This game is called Survival. Let's see how well you can play it. I'm gonna cut your eyes out. Playing always excites me. That ends this episode's edition of Quote Wars. If you have a favorite quote from this movie or anything else you'd like to say about it, please leave it in the comments below. It's time to give this film our final take. Remember, friends, our final take is a score on our shot scale. Our shot scale is a reverse scale. 1 to 10, 1 being the best, 10 being the worst. How many shots do you need to get through this film? I gave it a 2 out of 10. I gave it a 4 out of 10. So, Women in Cages has everything you could want in a women's prison movie. Nudity, action, murder attempts, gangsters, escape plans, corrupt prison guards, and a simple story. My complaints are minuscule and really just minor nuisances. If it wasn't for the audio syncing issue towards the end, it would have been a virtually flawless women's prison movie. Women in Cages is a, is a women's prison movie, which plays out exactly like you'd expect it to. It's got plenty of nudity, torture, action, and terrible acting. What more could you ask for? It knows exactly what it is and doesn't try to be anything more. It is surprisingly and refreshingly just as advertised. Yeah, there was, we didn't have to search for a deeper meaning or reinterpret things. It was just, this is what you get. It wasn't at all pretentious. It, like, had plenty of, well, what you'd want, want in a movie like this. It just was, and that's a good thing. Well, I guess we can always tell our friends how to drink away this flick. Drink away this flick. So come on, grab your drink. Let's drink away this flick. Boom, 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 boom. We'll get some drink games for this film. But remember, friends, drink responsibly. Number one. Every time Stoke talks about getting a fix, take a drink. Number two, every time Stoke tries to kill Jeffries, take a drink. Number three, whenever there's an escape attempt, take a drink. Number four, anytime someone is taken to the playpen, take a drink. And number five, of course, because it's Women Behind Bars Month, every time a cell or cage opens, take a drink. Every time someone is tortured, take a drink. Every time a guard is struck in the back of the head, take a drink. Every time someone's prison outfit is ripped, take a drink. And every time there's a shower scene, take a drink. And those are your ways to drink away this flick. If you have any thoughts about this movie or anything else B-Movie related, leave us a comment or the iTunes or SoundCloud. You, know, you can also email us, bmoviebros.gmail.com. Like us on Facebook at facebook.com. Follow us on Twitter at bmoviebros. My personal Twitter at bmoviepaul. You can check out all of the kind of including reviews, interviews, and chat forms at bmoviebros.com. We have new shows each week. Want to help support the show? Consider donating through PayPal or Patreon accounts. Links are right below. We've come to the end of week two here for Women Behind Bars, Women in Prison, whatever you want to call it, month. And we've seen two movies. In the number two spot, Women's Prison Massacre, which really didn't live up to its name, to my liking. And in number one, Women in Cages. Despite not having cages, it was a pretty awesome Women in Prison movie. Everything I wanted. Yeah, number two, Women's Prison Massacre. I don't know how you mess up an idea like Women's Prison Massacre, but, well, they found a way. And number one, Women in, in Cages. It was exactly as advertised, and I like that fact. Well, let's see if we keep going up or we go back down. Because next week we're going to take a look at a 2016 film called A Series of Bad Decisions. Ooh, I like it already. So until next time, friends, be brave, be alive, and be back for more.
Get on with it. Oh, I'm seeing the road. I'm seeing the road.